This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. There's a great quote that pops into my mind a lot of the time. It says, a fanatic is someone who redoubles his effort when he has forgotten his aim. By that definition, our government is run by fanatics. It's full of people who are off redoubling their efforts to accomplish something that really isn't part of their goal. This usually happens after they've actually achieved their assigned task. For example, the EPA's job was to clean up our air and water. Well done. Mission accomplished. You did it. Our air and water are cleaner today than they have been at any time in our lives. Everybody give the EPA a hand. Well, now they have redoubled their efforts and are trying to prevent climate change. That's fanaticism. All right, how about this? The EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, is supposed to prevent racism and sexism in the workplace. Well done. Mission accomplished. The offices and factories in America are now more egalitarian than at any time in the world's history. Well done, EEOC. Take a bow. But you see, the bureaucrats and fanatics alike can't ever stop. Ever. They have to keep going. So now, in addition to preventing and rectifying actual racism in the workplace, the EEOC is trying to redefine the history of America itself. That's not their job, but hey, why let that stop us? All right, this whole thing started in Denver, Colorado in 2013. An employee of the Postal Service there complained to his bosses about another employee's fashion sense. You see, a co-worker wore a hat to work. Yep, it was a yellow hat with a snake on it and the words, Don't tread on me. Now, those of you who know your American history may recognize that as the Gazden flag. Don't tread on me. It's a statement against tyranny. Don't tread on me. Well, the postal worker thought the symbol was racist and demanded that the other man not be allowed to wear it. Well, the administration at that post office promised to talk to the offending party. Now, can you imagine how that conversation went? Um, yeah, so if you could let me tread on your rights to free speech, that would be great. Okay, thanks. Well, obviously, the guy wearing the Don't Tread on Me hat didn't stop wearing the Don't Tread on Me hat. Kind of goes against the message of the hat if you let people tell you what you can and cannot wear on your own head. So on January 8, 2014, the first employee, the one who clearly didn't understand the history of that symbol, filed an official complaint claiming a, quote, hostile work environment. This hat just made things, oh, man, I can't even deal. On January 29th, later that same month, the Postal Service dismissed the claim, stating, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, are you mental? Seriously, dude. Again, that's a paraphrasing. The actual statement did include the phrase, quote, ignorance of history, close quote. So the worker who was ignorant of history did the logical next thing for an offended government employee. He appealed. 
And in June of 2014, the EEOC told the post office, you can't just dismiss this case out of hand. Go back and investigate the claim further. Well, the post office did what you would expect and appealed that ruling, the one from the first ruling, saying, we don't want to, because it's not racist. Ignorance of history. And you're wasting our time. And we have mail to deliver. The EEOC reviewed that request, which was an appeal of the appeal of the appeal. And in July of this year, 2016, denied it, sent it back to the post office. Okay, so let's look at the history of the Gadsden flag. I don't want anyone to say you are ignorant of history. The symbol of a snake was first used to represent the American colonies during the French and Indian War. It was done in a wood carving by Benjamin Franklin and is seen as the first political cartoon in American history. It's published in papers, and then the symbol of the snake became a symbol for the colonies in, in newspapers thereafter. His snake was, was cut up into several pieces in that original wood carving. Each piece was labeled for a colony with the head labeled as New England, combining several colonies. And, and the caption was, Unite or Die. Now, this is during the French and Indian War, about 20 years before our revolution. It was calling for all the colonies to come together, to join together, to unite or die. All right, by 1775, the snake was kind of a symbol, and it was more a united snake in papers when it was published later on. So a united snake had kind of become a symbol for the colonies joining together. And in 1775, the Continental Congress authorized the building of the Colonial Navy to intercept a shipment of ammunition and supplies from England for British troops. One of the representatives in the Continental Congress was a man named Christopher Gadsden. He was from South Carolina. He made a flag, a yellow background with a coiled rattlesnake, a united snake on it, and the words, don't tread on me. Don't walk on me. Don't tread on me. That's why it's called the Gadsden flag, because it was done by Christopher Gadsden. He then gave it to the new commander-in-chief of the newly formed Navy, Commodore Isaac Hopkins, who flew the flag on his ship as it raided British shipping. The flag is older than the Stars and Stripes. It wasn't about slavery. It was a statement against tyranny. America would not be ruled by Britain anymore. Don't tread on me. It was a warning that if you attempt to trample our liberties, we will bite back with a deadly strike. That's it. That's what it meant. That's what it still means. In the EEOC's order, they acknowledge, one, the flag originated in the Revolutionary War in a non-racial context. Two, it's a slogan that's used in non-racial ways. Three, that while it has been associated with the modern Tea Party, the Tea Party isn't racist. And four, the flag has been used by the U.S. military. Still, they say maybe it's racist. Maybe. We don't know. It might be. Why? Because in 2014, two white supremacists killed two cops in Las Vegas and then draped their bodies with the Gadsden flag. Also in 2014, black firefighters in New Haven, Connecticut said the flag was racist. So the logic here is that even though the flag wasn't designed to be used in a racist way, 
doesn't say anything remotely racist, and prior to 2014 has no alleged use by racist or for racist purposes, that the flag might still be racist because two separate groups in two separate states are ignorant of the historical purposes of the flag. The flag might be racist because some people are ignorant. The EEOC is saying that someone else's ignorance can redefine the meaning of historic patriotic symbolism. There's so many things wrong with what's going on here that it's really hard for me to break this down. It's like ironic stupidity overload. Let's start with the timing. The employee who filed the complaint first did so in 2013. The two instances where the EEOC said the Gadsden flag was used in racial ways occurred in 2014, after the employee first became offended. So before he actually complained about it, the EEOC cannot point to any racial use of the flag that was so racially offensive. That's stupid. Secondly, this started in 2013. It's now 2016. We've spent almost three years paying government workers to deal with this issue, which should have been dealt with in about five minutes. You think that Gadsden's flag's racist? It's not. One word. Wikipedia. Look it up. Now get back to work and stop looking for ways to become offended. You'll ruin your life that way. Stop it. Get out of my office. Done. See, that's how it should have been handled. Instead, we've got teams of lawyers spending taxpayer money arguing over this made-up racial slight. That's stupid. Third, the EEOC is now making the post office research whether there is any bureaucratic reason to suspend a person's right to free speech against tyranny. They are actually trying to silence a protest against tyranny with bureaucracy, which is a form of tyranny in itself. That's stupid. Fourth, the EEOC seems to think that whether a message is racist or not doesn't depend upon the intent of the person sending the message, but on how a person who is not the target of that message interprets it. You see, the Gadsden flag is a message to tyrants. The worker, who I presume is not a tyrant because he worked in the vehicle maintenance department of the Denver post office, got offended because he misinterpreted the message on the hat. Are we now responsible for how people misinterpret our messages, not because of anything we did wrong, but because they are ignorant? That's absolutely unreasonable. It's a horrible standard for anyone to have to try and live up to. Frankly, it's stupid. Fifth, this whole episode simply encourages workers to feel like they have a right to be offended by anything they want to be offended by, regardless of whether or not that offense has any basis in fact or truth. Coddling butthurt bureaucrats is stupid. I want to leave you with two quotes. The first is from Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. The second quote is from noted psychologist Carl Jung. You are what you do, not what you say you'll do. I bring these two quotes up because I'm really trying not to call people names. 
I do believe that when President Obama said we have to find a way to disagree without being disagreeable, that that was the smartest thing he's ever said. I don't want to call people I disagree with names. It's not productive. But then I read Aristotle and Young, two brilliant minds who said centuries apart, you are what you do. You are what you do. If you are repeatedly doing stupid things, what does that make you? Our government is repeatedly doing stupid things. This is just one example. No wonder people are wanting to wear hats that say, don't tread on me. We don't want to be ruled by fanatical, tyrannical bureaucrats. We especially don't want to be ruled by stupid ones. Well, thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. I can see old glory flying over me. In the first light